What's up and welcome to another episode of Horror for Dummies. I am Tim and with me is the bell from hell, Jalisa. Hello listeners. This is episode 95 and today, this week, we are going to be talking about uh, a lot of people's most hated horror film out there, I feel. We're going to talk about the uh, 2010 remake of A Nightmare on Elm Street. Why? Do you ask why are we going to cover this film, this controversial film? Because I want to know if it really is that bad. And I have spent my entire week reading so many fucking reviews of this film. And the consensus is that about 99.9% of people hate this film. And I don't mean like, oh, they just dislike it. I mean utterly hate this film. So we thought it'd be cool to get all the pinpoints, the main points that people hate about this film, and really test it to see if it's actually, if, to see if it's true, to see if we but we we agree or we disagree with what the uh, casual horror fan is saying. So that's what we're doing this week. Jaleesa, are you excited? I am excited. I'm very excited. Beyond that, we have the usual show. We have uh, a lot of movies to talk about beyond Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, we have our franchise fights, and we are going into the next stage of those franchise fights. We're getting down to the nitty and gritty. It's getting close, and we're going to announce the upcoming few matches that are going to be closing out that competition. Mm. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Oh, it's Halloween season almost. We are just about there. It's around the corner. And everyone seems to be doing this 31 days of Halloween challenge where you watch a, um, a movie a day in the month of October. Mm-hmm. And we, I can't remember if, if it was just me or if it was both of us last year attempted this challenge ourselves. Was it you with me or? I think so. I can't remember. We, we failed either way. <laughs> I think we got to like 15 or 16 days and then just everything just ramped up and 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 it got too hectic so we had to give it away this year i'm going harder than ever (laughs) and and everyone's doing their own personal 31 days of horror some people are doing um movies they've never seen before some some people are doing subgenres so each day is a new subgenre of horror which i was gonna do that because that sounds pretty cool yeah but i um i thought of something cool that i'm gonna be doing every halloween season from here on in, I'm going to be doing the 31 days of Halloween, 
But instead of doing different movies, I'm going to be doing a, a type of creature and focusing on that type of creature. So for this year, 2019... <laughs> going back to the Ten future. Years. Um, for this year, um, I'm going to be focusing on probably my favorite um, monster creature out there, and that is the werewolf. So I'm doing Season of the Wolf... I'm going to be doing 31 days of werewolf films. And when I say werewolf films, they have to be actual werewolf films. So the werewolf or the wolf, whatever, has to be the primary monster in the film. So unfortunately, movies like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman didn't make the cut because that's more focused on Frankenstein mm -hmm. rather than the Wolfman. So they were uh, all, they all had to revolve around a werewolf or a wolfman of some kind. But... Let me pull you up on something. I seen in your list you had Trick or Treat. Ah, very good. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. The reason I have Trick or Treat, well, actually, there's two reasons. Number one is because it was kind of hard to find 31 <laughs> werewolf <laughs> movies. Um, and, I, like, okay, there are a lot of werewolf movies out there, but there are a lot of shit werewolf movies. And I don't want to sit through a bunch of shit. So I wanted to kind of pick the best from the best. And did you leave that one last? <clears throat> To actually watch on Halloween? Yes. Very, yes. Very clever. The, the second reason I picked Trick or Treat is because it's a Halloween must. Not just for me, but in this family, in this household. We must watch Trick or Treat in the month of October. Yes, I agree. And it kind of fits in with what I'm doing because that movie has basically everything in it. Mm -hmm. I mean, next year I might do Season of the Vampire. It has a vampire in it. Yeah. I might do... Um, I don't know, season of witches. It has witches in it, kind of. Dress up. Yeah. Witch. So, technically, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that movie is a must. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can't not put that movie in. Yeah. But every other movie has, um, has a werewolf in it and is, like, the main focus on it yeah and there are a few movies that i've picked that i've never seen before like curse of the werewolf mm -hmm. um i was a teenage werewolf yeah stuff like that stuff going back to the 50s and earlier that i haven't actually seen before werewolf of london the original like i think it was one of the first werewolf films out there Ooh, that would be interesting you probably won't like it because it's black and white and you have a problem with black and white <laughs> not all the time yeah, most of the time. <laughs> but yeah, I that, that, that's my challenge. So for the next month, I'm going to be talking about that. But um, but we've got something else planned for the month of October that I'll talk about it at the end of this episode. It's kind of a, uh, a network exclusive. All the shows on the Padded Room Network are doing it. And if you heard the Padded Room podcast, you know what we're talking about. But we'll get to that at the end of this episode. Anyway, I've rambled on for way too long. It's time to ask the question for Jaleesa, and that is, what horrors have you done? What horrors have you done? Jaleesa, give it to me. What movies or what, what things in horror have you done in the past week? Okay. In the past week, uh, we revisited an old film named The Thing. That's the 1982 film, The yep. Thing. 
that movie gets better and better each time I watch it. I remember reviewing it on this show, like one of the first episodes. It was in the episode 20s or something like that. Yeah. And I remember giving it an 8. It's now gone up to like a 9.5. 9.5? Yeah. It's just. So the next time you watch it will be a 10? I don't think we'll ever get to a 10 because there's a, like two little things that bother me about that film. Mm-hmm. So, Such as? Well, okay, the spaceship right at the start. I mean, they didn't need to be in it. Yeah. Because it just ruins the myth of what this creature is. And yes, you can you can basically say it's a it's a space creature, but I think it would be cooler if we didn't see the aircraft, mm-hmm. uh, the UFO, and it was more in our minds of what the fuck is this. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's just me. Okay. You like the thing? Yes, I do. It's great. Yeah, the practical effects and everything in the story is pretty cool. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else? Um, I've just been working on more Halloween props and buying props this week. Yeah. So not too many in the film <clears throat> department, but still horror-related horror things. That's good. As yeah. long as you're doing something horror-related, I'm happy. That's right. You make me hard. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I, I've sat down to watch a, uh, a few, few movies. Some good, some, um, actually, you know what? I'm, I haven't watched a bad, oh, no, sorry. No, there was one bad movie that I watched. We'll get to that in a second. But I'm going to start off with my Netflix recommendation of the week. Um, and that is World War Z. You know, the one with Brad Pitt. I, I'm, this is my second time viewing this. Yeah. And the first time I watched World War Z, I hated it. I thought it was shit. The CGI was shit. I thought it was just chaos and, and just and just a bad movie. Upon rewatching it, I actually kind of enjoyed myself with it. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad film. And I think a lot of people hate it because it comes from a book and the book's very different. So much like Nightmare on Elm Street, what we're reviewing <laughs> this week, if it's not close to the source material, people hate it. I, I don't know. I found myself kind of... Enjoying World War Z. And the zombies in it are... They're, they're scary. Yeah. They're actually pretty scary. I'd put them up there as one of the scariest... Not the scariest, but one of the scariest types of zombies in film ever. Especially because they run. It's Yeah, but it's it's not just that. It's the fact that they're, they're teeth chattering. Oh, yeah, yeah, They yeah. chomp their teeth together. I don't know if you can hear that. But yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's creepy. Mm. And there's some zombies that... The look of them, they look scary, they look they look threatening, and I think that works well for the film. Yeah. I don't know. May, maybe I was just in a good mood, but I had fun re-watching World War Z, so I think people out there should give it another shot. Hmm. And, um, and if you don't agree with me, then let me know. I remember enjoying this film, and I like the end of it when they're at the facility thing. Yeah. That's where the creepy zombies come. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, uh, two other movies I watched while doing Halloween props. I rewatched The Lost Boys because it's the perfect movie um, while making Halloween stuff. Still my favorite vampire movie of all time. I love it. Yeah. Uh, another one I rewatched was Forty Seven Meters Down, mm-hmm. the shark film. Fucking love that movie. Did That's- you get scared? There, wa- I did jump in one part because I haven't seen it for a while. So um, last time we seen it at the movies? <clears throat> Probably, yeah. Probably. Um and there was one part where um where she gets lost and she's just got a flashlight. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. But a flashlight in the water and it's just, you can basically see your hand in front of you and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then a shark comes and it's just like, oh, fuck, that got me. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm keen. I'm really keen to watch the um the sequel mm-hmm. when it comes out. So That movie's all kind of messed up. What? That movie. 47 meters down. Messed up as in like. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah, it is. Um, and I think a lot of people's problems with that film is it's very unrealistic. But Why? Because the cage can't break? Well, there's that. There's also a lot of um, scuba diving stuff in the movie that doesn't actually work. But I mean, come on. It's a fucking horror movie. We watch movies about vampires turning into bats. And you can't, you can't turn off your mind for one second mm. with, with something that could potentially happen. I don't know. Yeah. People just, people are funny with their opinions. You can't please everyone, eh? No, that's right. All right, let's talk about the two films that I did watch that are from this year. Do you want the good or the bad? Start the bad. All right. I got to watch the new Doom movie, Doom Annihilation. (laughs) You remember Doom from, uh, I think it was 2005 with The Rock? Yeah, I do. That That was a mess. It was it was a mess. You've got I to admit actually it. don't mind that movie, <clears throat> but it, it's 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 a mess. <laughs> I don't think it's a mess. It's made from a game, right? Yes. Well, did, you ne- did you never I play? Never, no. You never played Doom. No. Oh my! So I fuck. don't know why everybody's so upset. So I actually liked the movie. So okay, Doom the game was like if you were like born in the late eighties, early nineties. You play Doom the game, except mm-hmm. for you. I don't know. You must be because I'm a cool kid. I didn't well, sit inside on clearly, the computer. Clearly not, because all the cool kids were playing Doom. Well, I was out rollerblading and shit. <laughs> playing with your teachers, and uh, <laughs> so what? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the Doom. I don't know Doom from 2005. It, it's not a horrible, horrible film, but it's it's a mess. I'm sorry, it's a mess. Doom Annihilation. Is not released as of yet. I oh, really? don't think. I think, yeah, I caught an early screening of it. Okay. Don't ask how. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what can I say about this film? <laughs> Where do I begin? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, I fell asleep during this film. And usually I say, when I say I fall asleep at a film, I usually follow it up by saying, it's not the film's fault, I was tired. This time, it's the film's fault. (laughs) It just drags and drags. And, okay, when the action comes, when the action hits, it hits. But, like, okay, if people had a problem with the 2005 um, version about not being being, um, close to the game, then they're going to have a problem with this one not being close to the game. Because... There are some of the creatures from the games that look nothing like them in this movie. Oh, that's for a ex- shame. Yeah, for example, the imps. The imps were the hairy creatures that threw fireballs. Yep. In this one, they're not hairy. They're like fucking, I don't know. Uh, skin? S- yeah, black skin, slimy skin. Yeah, they just, they don't look anything like it. Do they throw fireballs? They do. Okay. They do. Um, but, okay. I can, I can, I can get past that. All right, my my problem with this film is it's boring. 
I'm, I was so bored watching this movie. The acting is horrendous. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. And, like, the, the dialogue... The dialogue is something that every B-grade um, horror film that's set in space seems to have. It's the same shit that I've heard countless and countless times. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Christ. I, I, just, I just couldn't do it. Come up with a new line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In saying that, okay, I will say some good things about the film. And the good things about the film are they do have nods to the game, such as the various guns they use. Yeah. You do get the BFG, and they do say its name. And everyone knows its name. Big fucking gun, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Um, on top of that, you get like other nods to the games, like um, uh, the flaming barrels and the keys and stuff like that. Beyond that, this movie was a waste of time. It was predictable. It was boring. It was badly acted. The yeah, it, it's a it's a waste of time. I gave it a three. Oh wow! A three out of ten. That's really low. This yeah, this will hit my my uh, worst list of two thousand and nineteen. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, speaking about the end of year lists, let's talk about a film. That has made my top 10 of 2019. And people are going to be utterly shocked when I tell you what movie just made my top 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it involves Fred Durst, John Travolta, and um, Devin Sawa. Mm-hmm. It's called The Fanatic. And people are ripping on this film something savage. People are out there saying that this is... Like, the end of John Travolta's career. Really? And, yeah, and it's just it's just a really, really bad movie. I disagree with every single person out there who says this is a bad movie. I, I, I'm not just saying that, like, because it's a, a weird and funny movie. I honestly believe that this is a well-made film. Its acting is fucking awesome. John Travolta kills it. I'm going to say it right now. People are saying that his acting's bad. It's not. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. i I, I got to talk about this movie. i got to talk about the actual like plot of this movie. Because it's something that actually interests me. The plot is... <clears throat> a rabid film fan stalks his favourite action hero and destroys the star's life. That... Uh, when hearing that, I was like, this sounds interesting. What I didn't know going into the movie is... Okay, John Travolta is the rabid film fan. Yeah. Okay? His name's Moose. Devin Sawyer, you may remember him from uh, Final Destination, Idle Hands. He... The main dude out of Idle Hands? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, he probably has, but I haven't seen him in a movie for years. Yeah, same. Uh, he looks fucking... Uh, Old? Yeah, but at the same time, he's been at the gym. He's fucking ripped now. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he's the action hero. So, just just hearing that, like you'd obviously you'd think John Travolta is going to be the action hero, and Devon Devon Sawyer is going to be the rabid fan. Yeah. It's it's the opposite way, which I was like, okay, that could be cool. What I didn't know is that John Travolta's character named Moose. He has mental problems. Yeah. And I don't know what mental problems they are. I think it's autism. Um, but there, there could be numerous problems he's having. I, I, 
I'm not too I'm not too clue with the old mental health problems. I don't know what's what. But I didn't know that he had mental health problems. And this is what the made the movie so enjoyable for me. Now, before people go on a rampage and get their torch and pitchforks at me, no, I didn't enjoy it because he was retarded. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> now, now people are going to get cranky because I use the word retarded. Um, I, I enjoyed it because it just it made the it it made the movie interesting for me because this is something that is kind of close to heart for me, close yeah. to home for me, and. A lot of people... I was reading a lot of reviews in this film as well. And a lot of people are saying that John Travolta... They, 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 they mistreated his character poorly. And I can't really talk... I can't really dive deep into this film without spoiling it. And I really don't want to spoil it. Because this is a movie that I feel you have to go and see. But... I'm trying to think of a way to say what I'm trying to say without spoiling anything. John, John Travolta's the rabid fan and he does some questionable things yeah. that if a normal person did would be in a lot of trouble. Okay. And the actor's actions are somewhat questionable, but at the same time, you kind of you, you can understand it because this rabid fan is, is, is going a bit too extreme with the things he do he does. Yeah. The things he do. Um, <laughs> but a lot of people are saying, oh, it, it, they're, they're just mean to John Travolta's character. I'm like, but, but he's not. This character was doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are saying that because this dude's mentally handicapped. Unstable. Yeah. And this is what pisses me off, okay? Yeah. Back, okay, I'm going to tell a little story about what happened back when I was in school. Uh, we're going back to the year somewhere in the thousands. I don't know. My sister was... <laughs> What's funny? I think I know the story. My, Go on. It's not a funny story. You shouldn't laugh at this. Sorry. My sister just started high school. I was, I'm was. i two years older than her, so I would have been in year nine, year ten. Maybe she was in year seven, year eight. She just started high school. And in the grade above me was a Down Syndrome kid named Tom. Now, when my sister... And Tom never bothered anyone. He was just a Down Syndrome kid that people, like, said hello to. And he didn't really have many friends, but, like, no one picked on him or anything like that. But Tom had... This Down Syndrome kid, Tom, had a a fascination with my sister. And it was all, like, uh, laughing, like, we're at home, like, "Uh aha, the... I'm going to get in trouble. Just the spastic kid likes you, stuff like that. This was back in the early thousands, so we're allowed to say that. But, um, <laughs> makes it okay. Yeah, but like, we, it used to be just like a, a, a running joke, a running joke, a funny thing. And this kid, like, he, he never really did anything. He just used to like follow her around when she was with a group of friends and, and just wave at her a lot. And my sister being like the kind hearted person that she is would just wave back. Anyway, cut to, cut a long story short. One day, I don't know what happened, but this Down syndrome kid must have forgotten to take his meds and he decided that he wanted to fuck my sister, I guess. So he pushed her to the ground and got on top of her and started to try and make it out with her. Now, 
Oh, really? Yes. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. I thought it was the other story. Uh, no. I don't know what other story you're talking about. But... I broke her tailbone. Oh, yes. That, yes. He broke her tailbone by pushing her down. I thought he was just, like, hugging her and, like, kind of dropped her. I didn't know about the top No, he part. was trying to hug, like, kiss her and stuff like that. Okay, I take, yeah. I take back my previous giggle. That's why I was saying it's not a funny story. Well, I didn't know that part. I just knew the <clears throat> bit that she laughs at. Yeah, she laughs about it now, which is like, I, okay, if you want to laugh about it, but it's it's a lot darker than what we say about it. Hmm. Anyway, um, this kid, Tom, being Down syndrome, and you know how people say like Down syndromes have the strength of 10 men yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it took a few people to get him off her. Now, if this happened to, like, if this, if this was any other person in the world, that kid would have been expelled and shamed and everything. But because this kid was Down syndrome, nothing, nothing happened. And I got sent to the principal's office because they were scared that I was going to fight this kid. I When they took me to the principal's office, I knew nothing about what happened. Yeah. So, th- so I thought I was in trouble for, so I was in trouble a lot at school. I used to fuck around a lot. Um, so I thought I was in trouble for a whole different reason. They brought me into the, 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 the office and, yeah, said, now, um, we don't want you to hurt Tom. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, yeah, so basically I got a warning to leave him alone after this kid tried to rape my sister. And I think that's bullshit. Just because you're mentally handicapped doesn't mean you can get off scot-free. Much the same with the fanatic. Yeah. So, I don't know. People are going to have their own views, but I just I, I find it funny that, that he's, doing the, he's doing the wrong thing. Yes, the, the guy, the, the, the action star, may have treated him wrongly, um, but still, it wasn't as bad as what this Moose character was doing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I say give the fanatic a go. I fucking loved it. The first line is just incredible. Because <laughs> it relates to you so much. No, what do you mean it relates to me? It's something that you do. I, I'm not. I'm not even going to say it's it. It's literally what you do as soon as you get home from work to me. Oh, but that's serious. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> you uh, just did it this afternoon. Whatever. Okay, I'm not even going to tell you what the line is. You should go and see this movie. Even if you believe everyone else and, and, and think the movie's shit, it's a movie that you need to see because it is out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll leave it at that. Hmm. I gave The Fanatic an 8 out of 10. I fucking loved it. And I, if you said, let's watch it now, I'd be like, yep, stop in recording. Let's go watch it now. That's okay. how much I enjoyed it. So Okay, let's go. No, okay, we'll do this one. <laughs> Caught your bluff. Um, yeah, give the fanatic a go. Anyway, Julissa, that is it for what horrors I have done. I think it's about time to take it to the newsfeed. Let's do it. This is Horror Fanomi's breaking news. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Why? Don't we make you laugh? Aren't we fucking funny? You best come up with an answer, because I'm going to come back here and check on you and your mama. 
If you ain't got a reason why you hate clowns, I'm gonna kill your whole fucking family. All right, now get your fucking ass out the car. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Coming in with Horror for Dummies news this week, our first story is actually rather a very sad story for the horror community. Um, Mr. Sid Haig has passed away. Yeah. I, th- I think everyone everyone listening at least knows this. Yeah. It still doesn't make it easier to say. But I, th- I feel that everyone who knew of Sid Haig kind of saw this coming because of the health problems he was having. Still and doesn't make it easier. He just looked deteriorated as well. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, yeah, he was he was old. Yeah. Um. But you really could see it in yeah. his last few years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they always say he's off to a better place. I don't know if that's true or not, but I hope so. Um, he was yeah, easily one of the main horror icons. Mm-hmm. In the acting world. Yeah. I mean, you have Robert England, you have Kane Hodder, and up there is Sid Haig alongside mm-hmm. them. Yeah. So, he's going to be missed. Mm. And um, if people don't know who Sid Haig is, he's obviously uh, Captain Sporting from the uh, House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's yep. Rejects. Uh, he's been in a lot of other movies, a lot of other movies. And I'm not going to sit here and say each and one of them. He was in Bone Tomahawk and... He's been in a fair share of uh, of films. Yeah. But... This makes me more keen to see uh, Three From Hell now, his last performance. Yeah. When we get it, which... Uh, Who knows when that it will be, will be eh? out, It'll be out on Blu-ray in America before we get it. Of <laughs> <laughs> course. Yeah. Yeah, but rest in peace, Sid Haig, man. Yeah, rest in peace. Our second story, awesome new Child's Play 3 and Hellraiser 3 Funko Pop... Toys come to Walmart for Halloween. They keep fucking doing this. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, I keep retiring my Funko Pop collection, and then they bring something cool out. <laughs> they just... Okay, the Hello, the the Hellraiser 3 Funko Pop is Chatterer. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that the one with the mouth the, pulled the, back? And- yeah, the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the Cenobites, and he looks really cool. And, I, and Charles Play 3, what, what I, I does he look like? I won't, he, he's got half his face ripped off. Oh. I'm, I'm not going to get another Chucky pop. I've already got Chucky. But Chatterer. <laughs> See, I'd prefer Chucky over the Chatterer. Oh, but I don't know. I've, I've already got Chucky, so I can't get another Chucky. There'll be a different Chucky. I don't care. I'm only allowed to get one of each. You have, yeah. You can say it's, but I brought you the other one. Firstly, his name is Pennywise, not it. And secondly, they're from two entirely different movies. That's true. I'll let you off. Yeah. That's why I could get two Jasons. I got two Jasons. One's Sackhead Jason. One's Normal Jason. And I, if if I if I saw um, Jason from Part Five, I'd get him because that's not Jason. That's a different Jason. <laughs> and then what, Jason X and Jason Gisele? Oh. All of them. Oh. What? But like Jason, Jason X is completely different looking to the other Jasons. Yeah, he's like half metal, isn't he? Yes. He's not as metal as me. <laughs> oh God. Ah, uh, what's next? <laughs> Our third story: 
Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum. Blum, Goldblum. Whatever. Confirmed for Jurassic World 3. Um, Not excited? No, I am. And that's the problem. Because Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was such a piece of shit that I was like kind of done with Jurassic World. Okay, I'm, I'm not done. I fucking <laughs> love Jurassic Park movies. Yeah, stop They're lying so to yourself. Good. Just, just the, just the, the, the effects and the dinosaur designs and everything like that. They're so good. But just the story of the last one was just, oh my god, why did you jump the shark like that? But I can't overly remember it too I don't, much. I don't want to spoil it. I'll tell you off air. Hmm. But um, if they're going to bring back the main cast from the first one, I think I have to jump back in. Mm-hmm. I mean, but can we just, can we stop trying to get a different bad guy, a different bad dinosaur? Can we go back to the T-Rex? You know, they, every every new movie, they have a new bad dinosaur. Like, like a part, new crossbreed type yeah, thing? Yeah, like part three. Okay, fine. Part three, it was still a dinosaur. But like the... the the other two, they like cross mutated things, and it's like, oh fuck off! Yeah, don't be weird like that. Hmm. Can we just have the T Rex come back as like I guess the ultimate predator? I guess because they're trying to make it more, I don't know, thrilling and different. Yeah, I get that, but when it's not broken, don't try to fix it. Yeah, the T Rex yeah. is fucking cool. Anyway, that's it for news this week. Back to you, Tim. All right, sweet. We are going to jump into the franchise fights. Are you ready, Joyce? I am ready. Let the madness begin. The madness franchise battle continues, and we are up to round 24. The two matchups, well, sorry, the two franchises in this matchup were. George Romero's The Dead franchise versing <coughs> The Exorcist. I think I I think we both went The Dead, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. Um, this one, it was... It, we had a lot of votes for it. Yeah. 159, to oh, be wow. exact. A lot. But we only had three comments. <laughs> <laughs> Come so, on, people. Rob Humphrey says, The Exorcist is my favourite horror movie. But the franchise isn't nearly as strong as what Romero put together. Mm. Agreed. Rodley Stephen Jr. The Exorcist and Exorcist 3 are masterpieces. I agree. But the rest? Mm. Sean Klump says, The Exorcist is the better movie, but George Romero's is the better franchise. There you go. There's two for you. But the winner and... Uh, the per and 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 advancing to the next round is the dead hmm. with a win of seventy one percent compared to twenty nine percent. Yeah, we kind of picked it though. Yeah, so we say goodbye to the Exorcist franchise. Unfortunately, oh, it's shit. That's that's it, Joe. That was it for that round. We are now down to like not. Like eight more fights until we crown a winner. <laughs> I don't know. Don't get my maths. My maths is a bit wrong. But we're now. I don't know what the what we call it, but uh, we're in the semi-finals. Pre- no, prim- pre- preliminary finals. Okay. Because then it, they, these two here. Are semis. So we'll just say pre-semi-finals. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll do that. All right, so what we've got coming up for you. We have The Silence of the Lambs versus the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. That's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Two movies from the same true story. Interesting. We then have Halloween versus the Psycho franchise. Okay. Okay. That one's going to be tough for people, I reckon. Yeah. Evil Dead versus The Dead franchise. Oh, shit. That one's going to be really tough. Oh, fuck. That one's going to be hard. All right. But then the hardest franchise of all, and this is what we're going to be doing now. This is the next matchup, round 25. We have, in the blue corner, the Alien franchise. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. (laughs) The Alien franchise has come pretty far. He's taken out the Critters. He's taken out Predator. And he's going to be going toe-to-toe with the Friday the 13th franchise. Oh, shit. Friday the 13th has taken out Nightmare on Elm Street and the Hellraiser series. So, man. All right. Alien versus Jason. (laughs) Yep. Who you got? Who do you got? Who do I got? Yeah. So who am I I backing? Yeah. I'm going to back my boy Jason. Why? Because I like Jason. I think the movies are fun. Alien's cool, but I'd prefer to put on a Friday the 13th film over Alien. (sighs) Yeah. This one's tough for me, okay? Because, okay, the original Alien is better than any Friday the 13th film out there. Aliens, the sequel, once again, better than any Friday the 13th film out there. Alien 3, I'm not a fan, but people out there love it. Um, Alien Resurrection, I like it. People hate it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you got like the others. So it really comes down to, in the franchise for me, the first two films. Um, but then we take a look at the Friday the 13th franchise. And they're films that I can do repeat viewings for, um, except the first one. Yeah. Um, so, oh, fuck. Tough one. It is, because I, I want them both to go through. It's not fair. Well, one has to win. Yeah, look. Uh, just because of rewatchability, I'm going to have to go with Friday the 13th. Okay. But, oh man, this one's going to be tough. I'm excited for this one. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what people have to say. So, so please do let us know what you think. Who do you think is the better franchise? Do that by going to horrorfordummies.com. There you will see the, uh, the poll. Mm-hmm. And just click whip picture you want to advance and tell us why. We want to know why you think this move, this franchise should advance and the other one should be left in the dust. Yeah. Come on, we're in like preliminary finals time now, so mm-hmm. all hands on deck. Let's get to it. Fuck, that's hard. Oh, <laughs> god damn. All right, Jill, I think it's time we talk about a film. A film that is universally hated, and, uh, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be asking ourselves some questions. Yep. Are you ready <laughs> to jump on the Freddy train? I am. Let's do this. The dream train. I had nothing there. Feature <laughs> presentation.
And now for our feature presentation. covering a nightmare on elm street from 2010 yes this is the remake of the 1984 classic and to what some people out there believe to be one of the best horror films of all i know our friend lance from the horror returns loves the original mm -hmm. uh he has been very vocal about this <laughs> remake though and uh i'll tell you what he said in a second yeah but let's just talk about what IMDb has to offer for this movie. So, this movie has a runtime of 1 hour 35 minutes and it has a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb, which is saying something. Because a 5.2 out of 10 is not a bad score on IMDb. Yeah. Alright, if you don't know what this movie is about, you really don't know horror. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who doesn't know what the story of Nightmare on Elm Street is? Yeah. Even, like, my, my grandma knows what that movie's about. But to those people who out there who don't know, I apologise. And secondly, this is what it is. <laughs> A disfigured man haunts the children of parents who murdered him, stalking and killing them in their dreams. That's basically the skinny of it. Yeah. Yeah, not much about it. Alright, Jill. This movie has been shut on so much mm -hmm. and a lot by you as well 
Yep. You've always claimed that you've hated this film. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of had, had its back. Yeah. I've always kind of been a fan of this film. But I thought it'd be cool to go into people's reviews of this movie. Yeah. Pick out what people have been saying about this movie and debunk it. See if it's actually true. I've got a lot of points of what a collective uh, reviewers have said about this film. They all kind of seem to say the same thing about this movie. Before we do that, I asked our audience what they think of this movie. Okay. And we have a few a few different opinions. Oh, okay. Which is surprisingly. Let's talk to Lance Langford from the Horror Returns podcast. <laughs> Let's hear what he has to say. <laughs> the que- oh, sorry, the question I said, does anyone like the film Nightmare on Elm Street remake? Lance says, fuck no. The original is my is in my top ten of all time. This abortion... <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. This abortion never should have been considered. Pure garbage. And it really goes to show what England brought to the role. In anything else, Haley is a good actor, but this just didn't work. Okay. Abraham Ram says it's average, which makes it a better, <laughs> which makes it better than majority of a Nightmare on Elm Street films. Lol. Ooh. He's got a point. We'll talk about that in a second. Alan. Alan Chacha. He says, "Fuck, I haven't, we haven't done that for a while." No, we haven't. Alan, hit us up. Uh, he says, "Like it more than the OG." Wow. Wow. Okay. I didn't I didn't actually think that he'd like it. Uh yeah. Yeah, okay. That comes as a shock to me. It, yeah, it is. Rob Humphrey says it's just okay. Okay. Mandy Osipinko says <laughs> she just she just has a gif of someone saying why. <laughs> so why would you like it? Yeah, I guess. Okay. Darian Brock, the big D. Yep. Says, wasn't mad at it. There you go. Um, so most of these people are for it so uh, far. Yeah, yes and no. There's a lot of eh. Ginger Jones says, stop. I don't want that for you. <laughs> oh, burn. And James Moho says, it make me do a sad. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, well, let's before we jump into our actual review of it, let's talk about who's in this movie. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we have Jackie Earl Haley as Freddy Krueger. You might remember him. Are you right there? I'm, I'm busy here. You might remember him from a little movie called Watchmen. That's... that's oh, shit. Sorry, James Hetfield is just... We can't keep control. him quiet. Shut up, James. Um, yes. A little movie called Watchmen, and that's really only what people remember him from. <laughs> then we have Rooney Mara as Nancy Holbrook, not Thompson, Holbrook. Yep. We have Kyle Gowner as Quinton Smith, Katie Cassidy as Chris, Thomas Decker as Jesse, and Keller Luntz as Dean. Oh, we also have Clancy Brown as Alan Smith. Clancy Brown... Is in the um, Shawshank Redemption, and he's also the voice of Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. He's been in a few films because I've known yeah. him from other things too. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, I think he's great. Anyway, this is directed by Samuel Bayer, who has done basically nothing except music videos. And then he did this. Yeah, pretty much. 
uh, he did Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit video, which I mean anyone could have done. I mean anyone could have made Nirvana music. It's Ooh, boring and, and and not creative. <laughs> uh, you know a few Iron Maiden um, music videos, Pat Benatar, The Candle Candle Box, I've never heard of that. Cranberries, the zombie video. Um, oh, okay. Um, oh, the offspring. He's done a lot of, of music videos. So, let me just jump... Oh, Metallica, Until It Sleeps. I like Metallica. Um, Marilyn Manson, Rock Is Dead. He's done a lot of heavy metal stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe that this was actually his first feature length. I'm, I'm slowly getting there. Yeah, it is. Wow. So, you go from making... Music videos, music videos to A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. And then he's kind of gone back to music videos. Maybe because he got so much shit? Uh, well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's talk about this movie. All right. Joe, I want to know, why did you hate this movie previously? Okay? when Not, not what you think of it now, but before watching it, re-watching it, what was your problems with this film? I hated the look of Freddy. Uh-huh. I think he tries way too hard with his voice. Uh-huh. And I hate, no, no, loathe the pedophile avenue okay. of this movie. Okay. You're, you've just knocked three points what um, what other reviewers have said. Mm-hmm. All right. That's L- going to be the main <clears throat> problems with everyone. Pretty much. All right. Well, let's, let's break it down, okay? I've got uh, one, two, three, four... 11 points of why people think this movie is bad. Okay, and I knocked off three. Yeah, but we're going to go back to them. Mm -hmm. But we're going to go point by point and explain... And and explain, like, what we think. Yeah, okay. If if those people were wrong or not. Okay. So the first point that a lot of people said is Jackie Earl Haley is not Freddy Krueger. Okay, here's my thing, alright? People need to let Robert England go. Okay, I know he is Freddy Krueger, and I know he'd done a fantastic job. And yes, I agree, he is really the only Freddy Krueger. But, if this movie wasn't a remake, I feel like this movie would have been applauded, and Jackie L. Haley would have, would have been up there with, 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 in horror royalty right now. It's only because... So he what, ha- if he still did Freddy Krueger, but not a remake? Yeah, if, this was, if this was the first Freddy... You know, if, if there was no other Freddy or Nightmare on Elm Street movies, this was the first, people would have loved it. Well, yeah, probably. I think the only thing is that people went into this movie already hating it because it wasn't Robert England playing Freddy Krueger. So they already went in with this mentality going, yeah, but it's not Robert England, so I'm already going to have a bad time. See, that's that's wrong. See, I didn't have that going into it. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I, for one, didn't think that Jackie Earl Haley was bad in, in this role. I didn't think he was bad acting at all. No. I think he did, in my opinion, I think he did a pretty good job as Freddy Krueger. He brought back Freddy as a scary entity. I mean, okay, before this, what did you have? Freddy vs. Jason. He was he, he went back to his somewhat scary roots in Freddy vs. Jason, but he was still the comical genius, I guess, that he was 
always. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, we had Nightmare on Elm Street 6, I think. Freddy's Dead. And that was just a pile of shit. Freddy was just a one-line joke. And the same goes for Part 5 and pretty much Part 4 as well. So, Jackie O'Haley brought back Freddy as a scary, threatening person. So, I, I, I gotta disagree with that. Mm-hmm. People need to get over the fact that... I mean, we can't always have Robert England being Freddy. One day, Robert England's going to end up like Sig Haig. I'm sorry, but it's just going to happen. Ooh. And I'm going to hate that day, but... You just probably made some people cry. Well, <laughs> I mean, death is a thing that happens. You, listening right now, you're going to die one day. Ooh. Understand this that. This just went dark. Well, I'm just saying. But yeah, like, you tell me your thoughts. On what? Um, Jackie? Jackie O'Haley is not Freddy Krueger. Look. Um, oh, God. I just kind of lost everything then. Um, I think he did a good job as Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get me wrong. Um, I guess the lines and everything he portrayed, and he did bring back the scary character, as you said. Yeah. Um, I agree. People do need to let... Um, Robert England go so if they want to bring out new movies they don't get shat on straight away yeah um, as I said with my points before I just hated the look of Freddy in this one and I think he tried a bit too hard for the husky deep voice alright well on that point let's go to the next point that people complain about mm-hmm. Freddy's voice is bad was another thing that so many reviewers said and here I'm going to I'm going to somewhat argue that point because I don't think the voice that Jackie O'Haley puts on for Freddy is bad. What I have a problem with is his lack of emotion. Now, there are some scenes in this movie that I thought were pretty cool. Like the scene where he's face-to-face with Jesse in the, in the boiler room. This is the guy that went to, um, went to jail. Mm-hmm. And, and he says, I'll do anything. And Freddy says, can you turn back time? I, and, and the guy says, no. And he says, I didn't fucking think so. I'm like, that was a cool line delivery because he used emotion. There's a lot of lines in this that were just delivered with a monotone voice. and That's probably just... what it was. And the deep huskiness is like he was trying too hard. I get that, but I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't take it as he was trying too hard. See, I got that vibe. Uh, I, I was just petting him. <laughs> See... I mean, he wasn't Paul Walker in Fast and the Furious. He wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, but, like, okay, there were lines in this movie that he did a good job. Where he has Nancy and, and, um, and Nancy goes, You're not real. And Freddy turns around and goes, I'm real. And it's just like, oh, that was creepy. Because hmm. the way he says it, he kind of jumps that line like, I'm real. And it just works well. There are lines in this, that, the line deliveries in this movie that that worked really well. But in saying this, there was a lot of line deliveries that were just the same voice, the same style. Like, same tone. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I can somewhat see where people are having a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But still, it's not a, something that's going to drag down the movie for me. <laughs> the next point is something that you've also brought up. <laughs> Freddy looks bad. 
<laughs> Freddy looks horrible. Freddy looks shit. This is this is not my Freddy. This is not how my Freddy should look like. So many people had this point, and I've always been a defender of this type of this 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 version of Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and I've always said he's not that bad looking. I actually think he looks pretty cool. Upon revisiting the movie, I noticed that he looked like a little bit of a lizard. He has a very pointy um, triangular face. And, okay, it's different. It's not the Freddy that we're used to, but what they were going for, I, I, I appreciate. They were going for an actual burn victim. Yeah. Something more realistic. Something that is real and is actually scary. If you've seen an actual burn victim, and I have... Um, they're they're scary. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Oh yeah, their face and stuff gets melted. Uh, and, you know and what? Shit. Fuck that dude. We used to go to a club, and there was a guy who was a burn victim, and he was the DJ of this club. He didn't have hands. Instead, he had hooks for hands. Not like pirate hooks, but like they had like. Um, they like the clippy hooks. Yeah, like kind of crab claws, but yeah. like metal and not sharp. Um, and he was a DJ, but he was a fucking dick. He, and for some reason, I don't know why, but he pulled the hottest chicks ever. I don't, I, I don't know if they felt sorry for him or because he was the DJ at the club and he probably had some pool around there. Probably drinks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's probably why. But the guy acted like a fucking, like, uh, like a diva. Like he was king shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know I'll be nice to you. I don't care what you look like. I don't care your religion, belief, or anything like that. But if you're a dick, fuck you. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so... Where did we come... Where did we get that from? <laughs> where am I coming from? Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyway, Freddy... Were you, were you quoting a movie? No, I lost my train of thought. Oh, okay. Freddy looks bad. Okay. You know what? Looking at this... Looking at this Freddy... There are... Times in the movie that I looked at Freddy and I'm like, that's actually really cool. Is the uh, the side of his cheek is basically burnt all the way through and it actually looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. So there are scenes where Freddy does look decent. But there are scenes where he looks like a lizard. I feel like he's going to start flipping his tongue around and, and catch flies. I think it's with his eyes as well. Like Maybe. Something, something weird with them. I don't know. Yeah. But in saying that, I've seen people's opinions on what Freddy could look like. And if they went with what these people drew up, I'm I'm just saying there's there's a lot worse we could have had. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, like, like, people think that their Freddy, their version of Freddy is the best. But trust me, we, we, we didn't get the worst one. So. I believe you. Yeah. All right. The next one. And this one comes up with every single remake. Mm. Every single time there's a remake, people always include this if they have a problem with it. It's a remake. Why is that a bad thing? Movies are going to get remade. Sorry to burst your little bubble, people. It's going to happen. Eventually. Here's here's my problem with, with, with people having problems with remakes. Okay, if you have a problem with a remake, fine. Whatever. But 
when people who had problems with remakes and then say, do something original, go out and look for it. There is, okay, take this year for example. There is so much original content out. I mean, you got us. You got so much other things out. Uh, Brightburn. Uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, but you get my gist. Yeah. There is so much original content out um, get right out. now. Yeah, go back to the past few years. The Witch, Train to Busan. You can go on and on. Yeah. That, that if people are saying, oh, I'm so sick of remakes, you're obviously not looking, mm-hmm. you know? But one reviewer said, and I quote, I can't think of a single horror film in the past year that has shown any semblance of originality. Now, this reviewer was from 2010 when this movie came out. Yeah. I looked in the past year because he said, I can't think of a single horror film in the past year that has shown any semblance of originality. In 2009 to 2010, we had Drag Me to Hell, House of the Devil, Jennifer's Body, Orphan, The Collector, the Human Centipede, The Loved Ones, Dead Snow, Zombieland, Thirst, Insidious, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, The Reef, Rare Exports, and Black Swan, just to name a few. And how are they not original? Uh, because this guy obviously waits for those movies that come to the big screen, and that's all he sees. You know, he doesn't venture out to try and find what's new and what's great. Yeah. He just waits to be handed whatever film they give him. And this is my problem with people. Is because they whinge and whinge and whinge. Support fucking local or independent filmers. Because you're missing out big time. Yep, I agree. Look at look at the foreign market. Look at look at international <clears throat> movies. Because there's a lot of international movies that are incredible. And a lot of good <clears throat> movies don't make it to the big screen. Yeah. People. Heaps. <laughs> so saying Saying this movie is bad because it's a remake is not a good point and just makes you look stupid. <laughs> Another point. The acting is bad. I had a lot of reviewers say that the acting in this movie was bad. Okay. See, I disagree with that one. I thought the acting was good. Mm. I agree with this one. This is really where we differ, yes. Okay. I, 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 I agree somewhat. Mm-hmm. Because there are scenes... At, Straight up, Jackie O'Haley's Freddy Krueger did a great job. I'm going to put that straight out there. I think his portrayal of Freddy was great. It's the uh, Rooney Mara who plays Nancy who I had the big problem with. She... See, that's where we differ. Go, continue. Okay, fine. She is so boring in Mm -hmm. this movie. I I just... I don't... I didn't like her at all. Um, And there is a point... There is a reason why she is so boring. Is because she hated doing this movie. Did she? Yeah. She said that she almost quit this movie and quit acting because of this movie. So her performance is shit on purpose. Because she's not a horror actor or just because it's a remake or why? I'm not 100% sure. But all I got is Rudy Mara hated being in this movie so much that she almost quit acting. That was just a trivia point from IMDb. But yeah, um, and and you can tell straight up, you can tell that she uh, she didn't like being in this movie. She just was so boring. She was bland. She was Kirsten Stewart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
You go. See, that's what I thought she was okay because throughout the movie she says that she's like weird, has never really fit in and everything. So I, I think she was talking about herself in real life. <laughs> she was saying that to Quinton. Yeah. And um, so that made me forgive her acting ways because she's, I thought she did a, a take on being weird and kind of the outcast weird one. Yeah, but there's well, a difference between being weird and being boring. You know, like being weird is anything, but being boring is one particular thing. And she was boring during the whole movie. Now, I can... See, I didn't really find her boring. I found her quiet, contained, just like to draw and really didn't fit in. That's the exact point of a boring person, Jaleesa. (laughs) She's portraying her fucking character. Which is boring. An outcast never fits in. I think she did that well. Uh, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Yep. Um, you also didn't think the blonde one did a good job. No, she was... Okay, Chris, who the movie focused on for the half, half the time, Chris was very hot and cold in this movie for me. There were some lines that she was pretty good at, and there were other lines where I was like, oh, you could have redone that. Um, so she was very hot and cold for me. Those three... Three actors that I... That I that I just pointed out were really the standouts for me. Everyone else in this movie was kind of, eh, they're fine. I didn't have a problem with anyone else. Wait, so Nancy, Chris, and Jackie? And Jackie. They yeah. were the three standouts for acting. I thought you just said you hated Nancy. Stan- standouts as I had, I mean, I could make points of. Oh, okay. You getcha? Yeah, yeah. Like, Freddie was great, Nancy was shit, and Chris was eh. I like Quinton. Hot and cold. Yeah, like, he was fine, but he didn't blow me away or anything. I think it's just because I like him as an actor. He got a more of a pass. Okay. I've never seen him in anything else. He's in Jennifer's body. Who does he... Oh, shit, he is too. The goth kid. Yeah. Fucking hell. I forgot about that. Um, okay. On, on that point, though, the acting is bad. <laughs> This one makes me laugh is because people want to shit over this movie because the acting is bad and yet praise the original movie. Have you not watched the original movie in like recently? Because the original movie is not good acting. Go oh, back back in those days, yeah, the acting was so over the top and and, the, and a bit cringeworthy. A bit. Go back and watch the original Friday the 13th. I'm trying to do it justice, the, the, okay? Honey? Oh my god. God, like people. Okay, the acting in this movie, the 2010 remake, is far superior than the original movie. I'm gonna get hate mail for saying that, but go back and rewatch Nightmare on the Street from 1984 mm-hmm. and watch Heather Langenkamp's performance. It's just teeth and more teeth, is that, and that's all you is get. That Nancy Thompson in yes. that one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, again, and the funny thing about the original is, is she claims, Nancy claims in the original that she hasn't slept for ages and, and she's tired and she's trying her hardest not to fall asleep. Yet, every time she speaks, she's basically talking how I am, running 20,000 miles an hour. And she looks like she has so much energy, yet she hasn't slept for days. Her face looks the same too. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point I was trying to make with, with um, Rooney Mara in, in this movie, is maybe she's bored 
sorry, maybe she's boring because she's tired. Well, she did, hasn't slept in like three days. No, but there's the thing because she did sleep before all this started. She was boring. So I can't exactly say no, she wasn't tired because she started off boring. <laughs> she started off awkward. Awkward and Not boring. boring. But uh, I like in this one, you could see as the movie went on, her deteriorating from tiredness. Not literally deteriorating, but you can see her colour in her lips and under her eyes and shit change. Yeah. Whereas Nancy in the original just looked the same. seemed to get more energy the further the movie went on. And more teeth. <laughs> fucking hell. She has more teeth than fucking Mr. Ed. <laughs> anyway, the next point that people had was bad dialogue. And... <laughs> By that, do they mean bad lines? Yes. The writing of this movie was bad. Um, <clears throat> I will point out that a lot of Freddy's lines in this movie were from other um, nightmare films. Mm-hmm. Or, or there was a few lines from Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. And that, I'm not saying that's a bad thing because this is, in fact, yes, a remake. So you can reuse some of the lines, but in saying that, they were very on the nose. Like the time where Nancy is running through the hall and it turns to a lake and he says... Thick blood? Yeah, yeah. And he says, how's this for a wet dream? It's like, ah, you said that before. Yeah. So I get that the dialogue is very reused, but there was never a point where I said the dialogue is bad. You know, there was some lines that Freddie said, as I said before, that were really, really good. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll give you an example of one of the lines that Freddie says that was really great. And I'm not going to quote it quote from quote because, sorry, I'm not going to quote it line from line because I don't remember it exactly. But when he kills Jesse and he says, do you know the human, the, the, the human brain still kicks for 20, uh, for six minutes after the, the human heart stops. We have seven more minutes to play or whatever he says. Yeah. That is fucking awesome. That line is chilling and it's scary and it's true. See, I agree. I, I actually searched that up to see if that was true and yes, it is in fact true. So, yeah. So when the heart stops. The no, human wait. brain functions for... Then he'd be dead if his heart stops. He wouldn't yeah. be breathing. Anyway. Or do they mean brain dead? Yeah. I don't and know. heart's still beating. I don't know. That would kind of make more sense. Yeah. Either way. What he says, I can't remember exactly what he says, but whatever he says is true. Yeah. Um, but, so, I don't know. The, the dialogue in this movie, for me, was not horrible. I agree. Like, do they mean, like, all the dialogue? They didn't really specify. I, I mean, like, I'm guessing they're probably pinpointing lines of dialogue through the movie. And it's like, oh, that's cringeworthy. That's bad. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, the next the next point that people had is lack of imaginative kills. It's a remake. Um, yeah, there's that. At the same time, I can kind of see where people are coming from. I mean, you have all this technology now. You have the dream world where you can do anything. You can do any kill imaginable in the dream world. Mm. And it would make sense. Yet... What do they do? They do some new things. Like? Uh, Jesse, how he gets killed in prison. He gets punched through the chest. Yeah, but, I mean, it's very 
we've seen it before. You Have know, we've seen some, it in a Freddy movie? No. No, but I'm saying the dream world, they could have done something a lot more creative. So you, you mean creative like how Freddy pulls the veins out from the other dude and makes him walk like a puppet? Exactly. Stuff like that? Something like that. Yeah, I agree. They like I, I mean, they, they had the whole playing field to play with different ideas and they really didn't do much. See, I even like in the um, old ones how Freddy changed into things like yeah. his snake freddy and the tv and shit don't you and ever talk about caterpillar freddy no the one where he's eating yeah i know i know what you're talking dream about warriors yeah um in this one he didn't change at all he stayed normal yeah yeah i know that that's what i'm saying that's very it wasn't really imaginative yeah there was nothing really to say we're in the dream world this See, is I a didn't dream even really think of that yeah just till now see I, I can agree where people are coming from yeah um in saying that though the kills in this movie aren't bad and we'll get to that point later I'll talk about that later but yeah the use of imagination is is not really acknowledged in this movie yeah I agree so when people brought that point up I was like yeah I can actually see where they're coming from yeah they could have done a lot more shape-shifting and shit with Freddy, that would have been a lot cooler. Yeah, definitely. Um, there are only four kills in this movie, by the way. And one of them is Freddy. <laughs> so you have Dean at the start, you have Chris, you have Jesse, and you have Freddy. Oh, sorry, no, 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 five. And the mum, at the end. Still. Does the dog count? N no, not really, because we don't see it. Is that it? Really? Yeah, that's it. Well, he nearly kills Quinton, but he doesn't. No. No. Uh, next line. CGI is bad. I, for the most part, disagree with this. There is one use of CGI that is utterly awful. And I'm not going to say it yet, because we'll talk about it later. But the rest of this movie, the CGI is actually pretty decent. Mm -hmm. And I'll fight anyone who disagrees with me. I agree. I mean, okay, yes, you can tell that it's computer graphics, but you you can get past it. I mean, really, when you look at it, you could think, how did they do that? Probably computer graphics. Mm -hmm. When you think that you that that's good, that's good graphics. When you can tell that it's computer graphics, that's when it's bad. One of my favorite scenes in this movie would be when Chris is daydreaming in class. Yes. And all of the class yes. turns into... Into ash. Yeah. That part is awesome. Mm -hmm. And there are other uses of CGI that they do that just really are really well done. Mm -hmm. There is one, and I think everyone knows the part we're talking about when we say really bad CGI. Is that his face? That was with the wall. When he comes out of the wall. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about when he goes, boo, and his cheek at the end with No, Nancy. see, I didn't think that was bad. I, that was one of the main parts where I was like, oh, that's CGI. Mm. I mean, yes, you can tell it's CGI, but I don't think it's bad. Mm. I only counted the one point that was just horrendous. <laughs> was the wall. Was the wall. See, I'll, I'll count them too. The wall and the cheek. Okay. All right, the next line is, this movie is forgettable. I disagree. I actually remember this movie most like more than any other Nightmare movies. 
you know? See, I disagree. The scene that I just brought up with the ash <clears throat> was how I remember this movie. Really? Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, <clears throat> the other Freddies, I think of how Nancy's on the phone with his tongue. I think of the Johnny Depp death, um, bag mm-hmm. scene. There's, there's heaps. See, the, the, the start of this movie, the, the diner scene, uh, where you have Dean getting his whatever um that scene there and when chris dies are like scenes that i remember where there's a lot of scenes from the nightmare on series that i just i couldn't tell you one thing that happened in nightmare on street part five you know part five and part six i get mixed up all the time i can't remember which one's which part four i can only because i watched a few months ago part three i yeah i can tell you the whole movie because that movie's great Part two, I grew up on it. And part one, there are, there are things that happen in part one that I forget about. So I don't think that this movie is as forgettable as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. I think actually it's quite rememberable. So, yeah, I disagree with that point completely. Okay. Uh, the next point is, the cast is too pretty. Okay, so why is that a problem? Okay, like... Like as I brought up to you the other night, yeah. have these people seen the kids these days? Exactly. They're catering to what we are in this day and age. Okay, look back at the, the original um, Friday the 13th movies or Nightmare on Street movies. The cast back then were the pretty kids in that era. You so, had Johnny Depp, hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so calling, like, naming this movie bad because the cast is too pretty is just... You're just picking at things now. And like those 16-year-olds that go out now and they look like bloody 21 or dolled up. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't tell me the cast is too pretty. Exactly. All right, let's get to the main point that every single reviewer had. And this is the problem, your biggest problem. Yep. Pedophile pre- uh, Freddy. Pedophile Freddy. Pedophile Freddy. Freddy, stop it. Pedophile Freddy. Okay. Everyone seems to hate Pedophile Freddy. I watched this movie with you. Mm-hmm. Do they, I repeat, do they ever mention that he was a pedophile in this movie? Um, it was alluded Alluded a lot, to. A lot. The parents said the things he used to do to you, what you told me and shit like that. But it was never said that he fingered me or he sucked my dick or anything like that. They never ever said that he was a pedophile in he this movie. He was still a pedophile, honey. Was he? Yep. Was he? Yeah. Well, do you know what? Freddy in the original movie was also a pedophile. He was a child killer. No, he was a pedophile. It's different. No, it's not. It's completely different. No, it's not. He didn't have the creepy pedo vibe and lure them down to a little sex dungeon thing with a bed. He did before he died. In the original Nightmare on Street movie, Freddy was a pedophile. They just cut those scenes out because there was an actual court case of a pedophile happening at the time, and they thought it would be in bad taste if they included it into the film. Good. So, what, what's your case? It's not actually in the film. Let's move on. But it's in the, this film. the story is that he is a pedophile. And no one goes People off... People just no forget one, about that. No one goes off that. It's not in the movie. He's just a child killer. He's not a pedo, but this one... Seriously, yeah, went there. They, they, no, he didn't because they alluded to it, but they never, they never say he's a pedophile. 
I don't think he's a pedophile in this movie. So what did you think those pictures, what uh, Quinton found was of? Who knows? And what they do you, wouldn't show us. What do you think they are? I think it's... Um, I know I know what they actually are. What are they? They're Him? actually... No, they're, they're, they're pictures of um, <coughs> surgeries. That's what it actually is. Oh, so they were just looking at pictures of surgeries. Yeah, just because... Pretending to be Nancy. No, like, so the so the actors get, like... Like, surgery's gone wrong. Just so the actors get, like, a disgusted look on their face. Oh. Yeah, so the real pictures, I know what they are. But in the movie... What They're you... alluded to pictures of Nancy, and I'm assuming photos of him either touching her or her naked. Okay. That's what I get from it. But they never say this. Their reaction and that room and what he says when she gets put in her favorite dress. This dress was always my favorite. Okay. Creepy as fuck. My our daughter has a favorite dress, and I would say that to her as a harmless person. I don't think pedophilia well, insights well, touching your claw in in her thigh. I don't have a claw in her thigh. Going upwards. Well, no, like you can say it now because she's a fucking. Over the age of whatever. She's a 21-year-old. She's allowed to have sex with her now. See? Allowed. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Look, they never ever say that he's a pedophile. Oh, yes, they... He's... Okay, whatever. <coughs> they allude to it heavily, whatever. If you want to go... Heavily, yes. If you want to go with it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But, here's the thing. In the original Nightmare films... Freddy says some pretty dirty and rapey things, such as, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy, in the original film, and sticks his tongue through the phone, and that's rape. See, I find that okay, because he didn't do that when they were little kids. She is now, oh, like, 18. But, so, so if I she's went... She's, like, 18 or whatever in this so, time. So, so I'm so, allowed so to go... So, she's not and... a little innocent girl where he started... Before he died. Okay. This is him now when they're older. So you're so saying... I, I can see past those little sex jokes. Alright, so you're saying that it's okay for someone to just randomly say, I'm your boyfriend and kiss them? Not kiss them. Stick the tongue out of the phone. <laughs> yes, he's not he's gone not. for a kiss. He's yes, fucking... he is. Oh, whatever. What about another one? When uh, in Freddy vs. Jason, when he's got... She's another... Uh, again, uh, same thing. She's a grown woman. She didn't start off as a child. Doesn't matter. It does. Maybe, it's, maybe, compl- maybe, it's completely maybe he, different. Maybe he thought about her when she was a little child. When when he's got uh, Laurie from Freddy vs. Jason down on the ground, he's running his fingers up her thigh and says, the first time tends to get a little messy. Is that not rapey? Of course it's rapey. Yeah. But it's not cringeworthy like the new one. Okay. Because he didn't know her from a little girl and didn't take her down to a little dungeon and shit. He's known her as a, an adult. Yeah. So it's possible. All right. Here's the thing about Pedophile Freddy in in the remake. For some reason, I don't know how to say this without sounding like a dick, but for some reason, it doesn't really bother me. The pedophile Freddy? Yeah. In the new one? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the fact that Maybe I was... Maybe because you've new... watched a Serbian film and you're fucked. <laughs> okay, that's why. <laughs> My mind's just deteriorated because I watched a Serbian film. Agreed. No, 
I, I think because maybe I always accepted Freddy as a pedophile. So them being more on the nose with it, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, they're going with it now. Like, I'm not saying it's a good thing or anything like that. Like, all pedophiles should rot. Um, but it just didn't affect me as it has affected other people. Yeah. See, because they showed them as little kids in this one and, yeah, they just went to a whole new level compared to old Freddy. Yeah. I still think it's funny that... Okay, even if you don't believe Freddy was a pedophile in the originals, he was still a child killer. Yet, hundreds and hundreds of kids used to wear him on his t- on their t-shirts and have Freddy Krueger merchandise. <laughs> That's like our kids having, like, Saddam Hussein merchandise now. Oh, it's completely different. <laughs> what, Saddam dude? Hussein is real. <laughs> Was real. Anyway. Anyway, so that's the, that's everyone's problems with this film. Mm-hmm. Right, let's talk about us now. This reviewing of it... Yeah. Has your views changed for this movie at all? Um, no, not really. You still I don't s- like it? Uh... The movie's fine as a whole. I just, as I've said before, mm-hmm. I hate the pedophile take. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the look of him. She said he looks weird and a lizard. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think his voice tries a lot. Okay, fine. But overall, um, I didn't mind the story. Take away the pedophile side of it. Yeah. I like how they have to find out from their past to figure out the future and shit like that. I actually enjoyed that. Yes. And the the shots and everything in this movie is not bad. The acting's not bad and stuff, so... It's just those few points that I just don't like. Alright. Well, let's talk about what we did like about this film. Okay. Even though you just basically did. Yeah. So, okay. (laughs) One of the things I liked about this remake is, for a little bit, we didn't know if Freddy was a bad guy or not. You know, for the, for the most of the movie, we're, we're, we're trying to chase up what happened to Freddy and who Freddy is and all that stuff. And we're, we're come to somewhat of a conclusion that Freddy was wrongly accused and, and the parents are all at fault. Because never in the movie did they say he got off on a technicality. Mm-hmm. They just said, we went to burn him. You know, in the, in the original movie, he was clearly, it was, it was him. Um, but in this one, it's kind of alluded to that maybe, maybe Freddy was a decent, normal guy who just loved kids and accidents happened to these kids and they wrongly accused him. Of course, we get to the scene where we find out that's wrong, but there's a part of this movie where I was thinking, not this time, like the first time watching, I was thinking, um, wow, they're going to go a different direction with Freddy. Maybe he was actually a victim. Yeah. So I like that about this film mm-hmm. another thing I liked about and I kind of wish they went deeper with this was the micro sleeps they talked about having micro sleeps and I thought that was an interesting direction yeah I just I kind of wish they did more with it how they didn't mm-hmm. know what was real and fake anymore yeah yeah because that's that's a big thing like on um, in Australian like TV and stuff like that they always talk about micro micro naps and micro sleeps while driving yeah, every two hours, pull over. Yeah, yeah, there's fucking <laughs> countless ads about micro-sleeps. Yeah. So I thought that was cool how they included that into this movie. Now, this one is going to be probably controversial. I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me. But I think the ending of this movie is much better than the original ending. Because in the original ending of Nightmare on Elm Street, 
it's very confusing as to what happens. I still don't really understand. Is that n- understand. when they get taken away in the car? No, 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 before that. Before that. So, see, look, you can't even remember. Because it's not rememberable. You just gotta jog my memory. Um, so, in the, the ending of, of, of Freddy in Nightmare on Elm Street from 1984. So, Nancy sets all these traps up in the house... Yeah. And they're doing a bit of a cat and mouse thing where Freddy's trying to chase her again, stop all these, all these traps. And that she runs up the glue stairs, right? Yes, yes. But after all that, they go down to the basement. She sets Freddy on fire, runs up the stairs and locks the door, and he can't get out. And anyway, the police and everything run from um, Glenn's house, Johnny, yeah. Johnny Depp's house, over to Nancy's house and break in and kind of save her. And that's where she's like, he's in the basement, go get him. And they go in the basement. He's not there. Then they follow the fire foot, footprints up to the stairs, and Freddie's in his in in her mother's bed, choking her. So they put a blanket over Freddie, and it's just um, Nancy's mum's corpse getting sunk sunk down. into the bed, and Freddie's just disappeared. And like it's it's just. Confusing, and there's a lot of theories as to what that means and all that stuff. But I, I just find it confusing. Whereas this one, we get a nice clean cut ending, and we understand what happens. You know? Yeah. So I much, I much prefer the ending to the remake than the original. Yeah, I agree that. Yeah, the original is a bit confusing. Then how's the mum back and alive? Then the rubber doll gets pulled through the door window. <laughs> well, it was all a dream. <laughs> That's that's one of the theories. So that trap setting was all a dream. Everything was a dream. The whole movie was a dream. You know. So it didn't actually happen. No. no. <gasps> yeah, it's, it's, it's we can. That's a mindfuck. I'm not going to think. Of yeah, that. it, that's a, that's a show for another time. Okay. But um, yeah, look, there was things I liked about this movie, and and another thing I liked about this movie was some of the kills in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Chris's kill is better than Tina's kill. It's because, a little more brutal. Yes, because it's more brutal. Mm-hmm. Because you actually see the... The cuts. The cuts. Yeah. And it's just... Oh, God. Pour out blood. Yeah. Yeah, you she know... She gets flown around more harshly as well. Yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Tina's death in the original is, is iconic. Mm-hmm. Is great. I just prefer Chris's death because it's so visceral and so brutal. Yep. Um, going back to our point before of Im- imaginative kills, I wish they did it, but there were a lot of fun kills, such as um, uh, the jail guy's death. I mean, it's quick and easy, and it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I did appreciate the deaths in this movie. Yeah. I love the fact with that one that he was locked in the cell with another person. Yes. So he would have just seen him go crazy, then just the hole appear and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I often think, what happened to that guy? Yeah. What happened to the guy who was in jail with? Does he get another life sentence on? That's why he starts screaming, I didn't do it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, whoa, that's brutal. Well, they they have a camera. See, this is why it also pisses me off with the um, people don't believe in Freddy and stuff. Like authorities and shit yeah they had a, a camera in his cell they yeah. can easily go back and rewatch it and I mean, see they, that some fucked up shit is happening yeah I mean they kind of come to that point in Freddy vs. Jason where everyone knows that Freddy's real but yeah but yeah 
Alright, let's get to what we didn't like about this movie. And you've already stated facts. I've got a few points here. One of the things I didn't like about this movie was the opening scene where Dean is in the diner and he's dreaming. There is a strange filter around the camera when Dean's walking in the back and seeing the pots of uh, pig pieces being cooked. There's a really strange filter and I guess it's to show that he's dreaming, but... The eerie look? Yeah, but it comes off really cheap looking. And I just, yeah, I didn't like it at all. See, I didn't get that. Really? No. I just, yeah. I got the creepy dream vibe. Oh, it took me out. I did not like it at all. Oh, really? Because it's something like, I used to do some video video editing myself, and it's something that I could do so easily. And it's like, I mean, if I could do that. (laughs) You're not trying very hard. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Is Is the opening dude, the dude from Twilight? I've never seen Twilight. I don't know. What's his name? You're the Twilight Callum girl. Klutz or yes. some shit like that? That's yes. him? Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Okay. Because he looked kind of different. Way to bring up Twilight on a horror podcast, Julissa. It's the only fucking movie I know him from, right? Um, Alright, let's talk about the, uh, the, the big CGI fuck-up in this movie. Because this is somewhere where the original movie absolutely nails it and the remake just fails. And that is Freddy coming out of the wall and uh, above Nancy's bed. Mm-hmm. I mean, the original part of that was just... It, it still looks so good to this day. It's creepy. It looks incredible. And then we jump to the remake and it's just complete CGI. And it's a shit fest. And it's got it's, a ghost vibe to it too, how he's yeah. like moving. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like how it's... In the original, it's like Freddy's on the other side of the wall and pushing through. Where this one, it's basically the grudge coming at you. Oh you know? no, that, that's the CGI in the new film. Reminds me a lot of the CGI they used in um, that movie The Haunting with Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that sort of shit with the blankets and stuff yeah. is what they did. Yeah. So a film from 1999 has the same effects when it filmed in 2010. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I didn't really <laughs> like in this film was Freddy's glove. I found it was pretty... It, it kind of had like a mechanical look to it. Like I, you, I found the blades look shorter too. Yeah, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I know like uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare had the mechanical glove and I... I, I that's my least favorite glove. In this one, I think it has some resemblance to that. If you look closely, there's the black part of the glove where the thumb and the index finger meet up. There's a black part there where it looks kind of like like um, screws and nuts and like and like controls and stuff. And I didn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. It come off, yeah, just too technical. <coughs> the thing about Freddy's gr- glove that I love the most is that it's simple. And it's just, it, it's made, like, in two seconds. Mm-hmm. So the more mechanics to it, the less I appreciate. In this movie, I found that he moved his fingers too much in the glove as well when he was walking after them. Yeah. He was like, like, every kill, pretty much. Like, he'll walk after um, them and, like, just move his fingers. It's like, okay, we get it. You've got a scary glove. Yeah. But in saying that, I mean, like, I have a Freddy glove. And it's a lot of fun to do. That's one thing you do? Yeah. So I kind of get it. (laughs) I mean, if I was Freddy Krueger, I'd be doing that all the fucking time. 
I get very sick of you very quickly. I finger you hard. The first time gets a little messy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I don't think this is a dislike, but when watching this, and what I said before is you don't know if Freddy is, is guilty or not. When I thought that maybe Freddy is innocent, I kind of felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was being chased and he's there in the in the room saying, I didn't do anything. I was like, oh, I just want to give him a hug. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we find out later what he did, but still. Yeah, I had that very slight thing as well, but yeah. still that very off-putting and, feeling. Yeah, I, I like those films where where you, people who were wrongly accused or, or, or something happened to them, they take revenge. You know, and they're this big force, kind of like I Spit on Your Grave and all those movies like that. I like that revenge aspect of films. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's kind of why I, I would have kind of appreciated it if Freddy was actually innocent in this film. I think yeah, it would have been cool. I guess it would have been a cool like re- he, remake take, I guess. He would have been someone you rooted for. Like, you can't root for a pedophile. But you can review, you can you can root for someone who was wrongly accused. Yeah, but Freddy's supposed to be the bad guy. Then that's kind of just turning him good. Well, I mean, he still murders people. Only for revenge, for getting him killed for no reason. But that's the thing. Freddy is likable, whether you like it or not. Freddy is likable. So to an make extent. him likable. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, look. Have you got any more points to add to A Nightmare on the Street from two thousand and ten? Because I am basically out. Um, no, when I was watching this, I was I was still rooting for Quinton because I like him. On rewatching it, I was like, oh, I can't remember if he dies. I hope he doesn't die. And then I was happy when he didn't. Well, spoiler alert. I'm assuming a lot of people have seen it by now. <laughs> since 2010, nine years. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Well, let's give this score, uh, a movie a score out of 10. And uh, leave it at that. So, Jaleesa, you can go first. Um, I'll come in with a uh, six and a half. Okay, that was a lot more than I thought you were going to come with. Look, just because I hated um, a few points, I'm not going to give it, like, really shit points because it's actually a decent film. Good point. I like that. I like that. I'm going to come in a bit higher. I'm coming in with an eight out of ten. I actually enjoy this film. I really do. I don't think that it's the pizza shit that people make it out to be. And I honestly think that it's unfairly misjudged. And I feel like when it came out, a lot of people shat in this film and everyone followed. And everyone went into this film because Robert England was not Freddy. A lot of people went into this film already hating it and they came out hating it and that's their views they're staying with. Yeah. Go and do what I did with World War Z. Rewatch it. Give it another go, and maybe you'll find out that it's not as bad as you think. Yeah. I think that this one is definitely worth a rewatch. Um, I actually see a lot of good in it. Yes, it's not perfect. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's better than the than the original, but I'm not going to say it's worse than the original. I actually put these two on par: the original and this one. So I give it an 8 out of 10. This one's on Netflix. Go give it a go. You this, know? This is actually my third time watching this one. Oh. This is like my fifth time or something. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I really, if we're going to rank the Nightmare on Elm Street films, this would probably be in my top four of them. And that's like anything that Freddy is in. Okay. So, yeah. 
Yeah, probably. Anyway, so that's it for Nightmare on the Street from 2010. Mm-hmm. Did you know that was the second time only we've talked, we've, we've, we've reviewed a Freddy film on this podcast? In what 95, film did you do before? The original. Okay. In 95 episodes, we've only talked about Freddy twice. Do Same you think something. we should bring out a, a Dream Warriors one sometime? Yeah, we definitely could. Because I like that one. Not anytime soon, because I've got a lot of plans, but still. I didn't mean like but. in the next few weeks, <laughs> yeah. but eventually. We could take on the Dream Warriors, yep. as long as Dokken plays at the end. Okay, I, I'm <laughs> done with that. Alright, well that is it for Horror for Dummies episode 95. We thank everyone who has stayed and listened to us rambling on. I'm guessing a few people, once they heard us praising the film, probably turned it off. But if you're here listening to this, we appreciate you. We they'll, love you. They're probably also curious with our points as well. Yeah, maybe. Like, we there's still so. those <coughs> three main ones I hate, but... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next week, and I said at the start of this episode that we're going to be doing something special for the month of Halloween, and we are, in fact, doing that. The Padded Room Podcast Network is, in fact, talking about all things Texas Chainsaw Massacre. We're going to be doing Season of the Saw. I know the Padded Room Podcast, they're doing the um, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre storyline, the, uh, the Sawyer side. Yeah. We are going to be tackling something that I actually um, probably prefer okay. if we're talking families. We're going to be covering the Hewitt side of the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. So next week, we are going to be talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003. Holy fuck, we're talking about another remake. <laughs> this is the Jessica Bill one, right? The Jessica Bill. God damn. Okay, Jessica settle down. Bill. Down, boy. <laughs> week after that, we are going to be covering... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning. That is the the uh, prequel to the remake. Okay. So, yes. Then the week after that, I ain't going to tell you because it's something that a lot of people have been asking for. It does involve the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but not in the way that you're thinking. So, so the next three weeks is Texas. Yeah. Pretty much. And then the fourth week, I'm still, I'm in an R-ing. I'm trying to make it Texas Chainsaw Massacre related, but yeah, it's kind of hard when there's only so many movies. Mm-hmm. But yes, for next week, catch us and we'll be talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003. Yeehaw! Yeah, okay. That's Texas, right? I, I guess. <laughs> Lance is so offended right now. Why? Because he's from Texas. I'm sorry if I did that yeehaw wrong. No, you'd probably laugh. <laughs> Love you, Lance. All right, guys, that is it. Thank you so much. Please go to our Facebook page and like and, and interact with us. Um, we do. We, we, we will read out your mail, even though we don't do listener mail weekly. If you give us some, we will read it. So feel free to let us know if you like these episodes and if you're digging them whatnot. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on uh uh, letterboxed. Yep. All those good things. And uh, yes. I was just gonna say, or if you hated any points that we brought up about this Freddy movie, we'll be interested to hear yeah. your side. Let us know, and I'll fight you. <laughs> Bring it on, Cyber Wars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is it. Thank you so much once again. Julius, say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you.
something.